Hurricanes. We all know them. Hopefully we haven't all seen them personally. I know I haven't. But learning about them can be challenging, especially if you have no knowledge before you. We were talking about the 1800s today, folks. And today we have a juicy fight between two meteorology peers. Let's jump right in. Hello, my name is Red from the Reddit Indie Podcast, and today we are doing something different. This is the first Red's Random segment, and of course I have a meteorology story for you guys today. William Redfield started after Ben Franklin made some discoveries in meteorology. Since he was born and raised in the Northeast Coast states, he knew how hurricanes can affect the land around him. Tragically, it was just his siblings and mother to accompany him. In a twisted sense of humor, the mother took his siblings out of Connecticut and left him to move to Ohio. Ohio, out of all the places. Just kidding, I love y'all. Anyways, a doctor in the town took an interest in the young boy. That sounds awful, but not in that way, guys. Like, honestly. He let Redfield study and read to become better. This kicked off his educational path. After his studies, he settled down and found a wife and worked his ass off as a businessman in the steam power business. And let me tell you guys, this guy cannot catch a damn break. His wife dies while giving birth. Another reason that pregnancy terrifies me. Honestly, ugh. So he's on his way to tell her parents that she died, but he keeps looking at the damn trees. Not for the creatures in the trees. No, no. The trees were knocked over. What happened here? A hurricane came through the area a month before, but you guys are like, what's the point of even mentioning this, Red? Well, the direction they were all laying down was to the northwest, which got Redfield thinking. And thinking. This guy studied the hurricane of 1821. He also noticed that the trees in Massachusetts were pointed in the southeast direction. Honestly, completely different from Connecticut. But let's look at the hurricane facts. This hurricane formed over the Atlantic and transformed into a Cat 4 hurricane. This hurricane then set its sights on the Carolinas, hitting land on September 2nd. After making landfall in North Carolina, it raced to the north. Starting September 4th, the hurricane of 1821 hit the northeastern coast as a Category 3 or 4 hurricane, which is fairly strong for the area. The second landfall was in New Jersey before racing towards Maine and losing its power. This hurricane claimed lives of an estimated 22 people. But hey, how do hurricanes work? During this time period, we still don't know. After studying for some time, Redfield meets Denison Olmsted. Olmsted is a professor that was famous at this time for meteorology and astronomy notes. 
honestly sounds like someone I would like to interview. Like, seriously, I love both of those things. Like old buddies, these two talked and talked. Finally, Olmstead was like, bro, you need to publish your ideas. And Redfield was like, I don't know, bro, I'm kind of not smart. And he was finally pub- pushed to publish it with Olmstead by his side. Titling his paper a super long line of holy shit why, quote, remarks of the prevailing storms of the Atlantic coast of the North American states, end quote, he provided an explanation for why things were the way they were. This explanation was that hurricanes form a great whirlwind, like how you drain a bathtub and the water becomes like a little tornado, you know, you know that, right? Anyways, it's like that, he says. And of course, now we're just like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Good job, Redfield. He also stated that the winds increase the more inward you get from the outside from the, of the whirlwind. Of course, this is also true. Well, kind of. So Redfield stood ready with his statement, prepared to shoot down anyone who challenged him, and challenged him as he did. Who the hell is James Etsby? From rural Penn State to Ohio, I swear, Ohio is the main state in these stories, oh my god. He studied and got his law degree in Kentucky. A law degree. Despite this, he had a love for atmospheric sciences. When given the chance, Espy would journal the atmospheric conditions. He spread the word that people should carry weather journals. After journaling, Espy noticed that this would likely be solved by equations. But coming across Redfield's work, how can that make sense in the context? Like Redfield, he settled down and got a wife and some kids. Except his wife didn't die. Get good, Redfield. Espy studied hurricanes and discovered that rising air carrying water vapor cools in the clouds, and this transition, or Latin heat, also called Latin chloric, provides energy to the hurricane-intense winds. This is proven Drew later to be the reason hurricanes can be sustained. He would soon publish his work, but his new goal was to defend his theory, pointing doubt at Redfield. This is where the fight begins. Once Redfield published his idea, Espy tore it down all secret-like. At first they were like, ooh, this is good, but then the trash talk started coming, and instead of ignoring it like a good philosopher Redfield is, he decided to reply. Also, they called Espy the Storm King? Bro, this is Tiger King all over again. We're just going to hear that Redfield fed his wife to the hurricane just to realize that his wife was alive the whole time. Life really does imitate art. But hurt that someone did this, Redfield calls out that he made a mistake, but stands his ground. Over the years, Espy has been preparing his theory and is ready to take down Redfield. Taking Olmstead down with Redfield was to be a piece of cake. But instead of actually arguing and stating why he was right, Espy legit started throwing insults and names towards Redfield and his followers. Like, grow up, Espy. Maybe it takes losing your family to man up. Sorry, Redfield. Espy ended up traveling all over the country, or what little there was of the country, to lecture why he was the best, most awesome meteorologist. Remember, he went to law school. It shows. Just kidding. I love you, law bros. However, Redfield has friends, unlike Espy. This is your cue, William Reed. Reed, a British royal engineer, was sent to rebuild colonies impacted by the hurricane. This is where he stumbled across Redfield's paper. I must meet him, Reed thinks. Just kidding. But he's struck with Redfield's work and wants to play his part. Reed studies the encounter naval ships also had with this hurricane, which helped prove Redfield's hurricane statement. Reed decided to also publish a book called An Attempt to Develop the Law of Storms by Means of Facts. 
Seriously, guys, what's up with the long panic at the disco names? I, I mean, uh... At the same time SB is touring and lecturing, Redfield and Reed start doing the same thing at the British Association for the Advancement of Science. Holy shit, that is a long name. <laughs> and people adored the ideas. Eat your heart out, SB. You're not popular anymore. Now Redfield tearing apart SB's work, a popular magazine caught word and took Redfield's side. Meanwhile, in the other corner, SB is getting jealous, like, come on. Everyone is paying attention to these two idiots. Except it didn't work out that well. Even in Reed's gossip letter, he said, I quote, I hear from England that few care to listen at Gaslow to Mr. Espy's explanations, end quote. These two, I swear. Espy made a book called, quote, The Philosophy of Storms, end quote, to spread his theory. Bro legit could not take any criticism at all and no other views. Legit, John Quincy Adams was like, this guy's self-esteem is swollen to the size of a goiter. If the second president says that to you, you have done something stupid. Then, Espy thinks he has storms figured out and tries to make a weather machine. But the government is like, nah, we're not backing you up because money's tight. But change their minds years later and gives money to support meteorological studies. Appointing Espy in charge, this makes him the first technical meteorologist. Sadly, the fight did not last forever, and it was Redfield that died in 1857, and Espy in 1860. Knowing Espy, he probably mocked Redfield for dying early and then died celebrating, but the theories lived on today and helps us to understand hurricanes. Thanks, boys, for giving us the entertainment and knowledge we much needed, but honestly, if they noticed we joined their theories together, they would hunt us down. I got most of my information from this amazing book called A Furious Sky, The 500-Year History of America's Hurricanes by Eric J. Dolan, I believe that's how you say his name, um, but it is a great book. It's full of interesting facts, and I didn't know that there was this gem of entertainment <laughs> that that was in this book. I honestly, like, these, these two acted like children. I don't know. I don't know, man. But I will see you guys in the next random segment. Bye-bye!